Today for failures and forgiveness, we're looking at 2 Samuel 11 through 12. Uh, and here we see the failure, uh, the great failure of King David. Now, in my discipleship Bible study, we would spend about 45 minutes to an hour on this, but I'll try to condense it for you because uh, these two chapters really paint for us uh, the a really clear picture of the path of sin, uh, but also the path of forgiveness and repentance. And we see that it occurs in layers. So in verse one uh, of chapter 11, we see that David is not where he is supposed to be. Um, that is his first failure. Um, and it starts off uh, innocent at first, right? He's just, you know, maybe he's tired, right? Or he has some good reasons. Uh, in verses two through five, we see that in him gazing upon Bathsheba and eventually taking her, uh, not only only is he looking where he's not supposed to look, uh, but he is straight up ignoring the law. Um, he is on the roof, right, of his of his palace, um, and so he can see the purification baths, and he should know this. Uh, but then he sleeps with her in her time of purification. Um, she would have been taking a bath because of her menstrual cycle, um, and the Levitical law says that then she would have uh, seven days where she was not to have sexual intercourse. And so David is not only committing adultery, but he is straight up ignoring the law. Uh, verses 6 through 13, we see that then he uh, attempts to cover it up. Um, he's saying, you know, I might have made a mistake, but it's not that big a deal. Let's just, you know, make excuses for it. Let's just try to cover it up. When that doesn't work, uh, as it often does not work, verses 14 through 21, we see David saying, let me just get rid of the problem. Let me just get rid of the reminder. Uh, and it leads to verses 22 through 27, where after Uriah is dead, David is pretty much just established a new status quo where he's trying to forget about it. He's trying to ignore or even deny that any sin has even happened. This is the pathway of, of failure, right? It starts off small and then it ends up being bigger and bigger and bigger. Second uh, Samuel 12, however, we see the reversal of this. The prophet Nathan comes and whereas David was trying to forget about it, the thing that Nathan does is he makes uh, he makes David confront his failure and his sin, um, which is verses 7 through 13. Then instead of being able to get rid of it, David must uh, deal with it. It is before him and he cannot just seem to forget about it. Before is where he was trying to cover it up. Verses 14 through 18, we see that David must now accept the consequences. That forgiveness, um, while it is a, a restoration of relationship, often uh, even in God's forgiveness, the consequences of our failure, the consequences of our sin must still be played out. Um, but then that leads to verses 19 through 23, this very strange reaction uh, of David when his son uh, is, is dying and then is dead. Uh, but it says uh, to us that he went into the house of the Lord and worshiped. Um, he worshiped because he remembers the law, whereas before he was forgetting the law, now he remembers the law. We see the symbol of forgiveness from God in verses 24 through 25, which is that a new son is born and his name is Solomon. And this is going to be the son that will reign after him. Uh, and isn't it interesting that the son that reigns after David is the son of his adultery, uh, of his greatest sin? Uh, and this is what forgiveness is, right? It is God saying, I am not going to just, you know, wipe it away, but I'm going to redeem it and restore and even use it for greatness. And and we see that this culminates at the end of chapter 12 in verses 26 through 31 in that David goes to where he's supposed to be. This whole sin started because he was supposed to go to war and he didn't. And now at the end, after understanding forgiveness, after remembering the law,
law, um, he is now back where he is supposed to be. And so we see that, um, you know, sin and forgiveness, failure and repentance, these are progressions. Um, it's not just a, a coin flips over. Um, these are things that we descend into sin and we also then God ascends us out of it uh, back into repentance. And I think for any of you that are struggling with sin or struggling to overcome sin or struggling to be restored from sin, to understand that this is a process, this is a progress, um, and that is both sometimes difficult, uh, but it is an encouragement.